start to put tension on my string drawback, I was like, okay, I'm gonna smoke. It's him. You can look at the horns when he's dead. I'm, I'm in, you know, in the zone. Let the arrow go is perfect. Uh, when they lose their front shoulders, yeah, you start, yeah, that's how you know. You're listening to the White Cat Outdoors podcast, bringing you to the table where we talk about the outdoors. <clears throat> What's up, everybody? Episode 68 of the White Cat Outdoors podcast. And we're pretty excited about this one because we got our first ever sponsor. And I'm going to throw it to Nick to give him the shout out. That's right, guys. BD Brewing. Uh, they decided they want to start, you know, giving us some beer to drink at the podcast. Um, and I tell you what, it's delicious. You know, we it wouldn't, is. we wouldn't, uh, wouldn't have taken a sponsor without. We wouldn't drink shitty yeah, beer. Exactly. That's right. So, uh, BD Brewing, thank you very much. Um, we got uh, a little bit of Broken Tine American Lager in yeah, the studio. Frank's sipping on it. And he said it's pretty delicious. Um, and I've got uh, Predator Pale Ale, which is uh, their spin on a hazy IPA. And I tell you what, I'm a big IPA guy, and it's delicious. So uh, thanks again for that. We'll be featuring some more brews in the future. Uh, that's all for now. So thanks again. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot. Add a nice little twist to the podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna enjoy it a lot more now. For sure. Yeah. So, uh... You got a little, little other housekeeping. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I think you got one more thing to say before we get into the meat and potatoes. Yeah, just real quick, um, just a reminder on that Patreon uh, giveaway we're doing. First 20 members, as soon as we get 20, giving away a $500 mobile setup. Um, of your choice. Of your choice, yeah. There's a bunch of different choices you get to pick when you win. So, um, so sign up. Yeah, sign up quick. And uh, as soon as we hit 20, boom, giving it away. And then we're hitting quarterly giveaways after that. So join us in on that. And uh, without further ado, let's uh, jump right into it, gentlemen. Let's do it. Oh, back so to me. Like, yeah, oh, you, yeah, Tom, okay. you? Uh, I was just going to say tonight's topic is more turkeys. of turkey season. Yeah, we got. You never forget your first time. You never do. It's something special about the first time. Yeah. So we're we're gonna go around the horn and share our experience of how we were successful on calling in and shooting our first gobbler, first bird ever. It's gonna be great. I'm excited. I was excited before. I'm almost as excited this time to tell the story as I was to actually shoot the bird. I hear you. Wild. So I think I'm trying to play back in our minds here. Like I was gonna go in chronological order as they happened. Yours was. Um, probably first i was 10 i don't know how old i was it was the first i was year older than 10 but, but I, think I was i don't know if it was before years or not i did it the first year the mentor program was around which so you couldn't have done it no before. they never had the mentor program when i was coming yeah, up and you're only what two years ahead of me yeah yeah i'm 26 Yours was a fall bird, though, correct? Yes, mine was a fall bird. So it could have been like Frank got his in the fall, Nick got his in the spring. Let's just we'll let Frank go. He's older. Nick, you go ahead. Okay. All right. So we gave a little bit of a spoiler alert already that it uh, was in the first year of the mentor program. Uh, I was 10 years old, and so it puts me in like fourth grade. And uh, I remember we were actually at dinner at the house. I don't remember what we were eating, but it was probably something delicious. (laughs) 
<laughs> and the way our kitchen's set up is you can see the whole back side of the property, probably about 300 yards down the field all the way to the wood line. And you need 250. It's 270, somewhere in there. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at just all. Just a detail. Could have been 50 yards. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's 200 plus, but just that's just a technicality. Anyways, sitting there eating dinner, and all of a sudden I see a gobbler with some hens all the way at the back of the field. Mind you, this is turkey season. And, I would uh, hope so. I've never turkey hunted before. And because like I said, this season had like just opened that Saturday before. I think my dad went out on his own, but the mentor program had just opened. He was planning on taking me the following Saturday. Mm. But this is midweek. We saw these birds in the backfield. And me being the inexperienced turkey hunter I am, or was, uh, I assumed, Dad, there's a bird back there. That means that more, tomorrow morning we can kill him. Like it's He's right there. They yeah. don't go anywhere. Yeah, and... I told my dad, I said, Hey, like we, we got to do this. And he's like, I don't, do you even have any camo or anything? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I think I had like a jacket. I had like a camo jacket. <laughs> I did not. And black jeans. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get to that. That's a big part of this whole thing. A little tough love coming from dad, but it worked out. Uh, anyway, so I convinced dad at dinner that we're going to go kill this bird in the morning. And he's, he convinced here. He tells me, okay, we'll go. If, if you wake up in the morning, we'll go. So, um, we go off set my alarm in the morning and I, I probably didn't even sleep that night. I was so excited get up. And all I had, like I said, was a, a camouflage, like raincoat and like a dark pair of jeans. Like they're like dark Brown. And my dad had told me, he's like, I thought you said you had camo. I was like, this is all I got. And he's like, well, the bird's going to see you like flat out told me birds he's looking gonna, at you. He, he's going to see it. So I was a little, you know, Oh shit. All right. Like, I guess this bird's going to see me like already down on myself a little bit, but Anyways, we went off, um, went back behind the house, and I, my dad, like I said, I was only 10, so my dad sat up against the tree, and he put me in his lap, and then he put a stick, like, in front of me as, like, a shooting, uh, like, mm-hmm. shooting stick um, that we just pulled from the ground, like, just kind of put it up in an angle between two trees, and I just rested my gun on it. And as it got light, birds start gobbling, my dad calls a little bit, and I'm pretty sure I'm in my dad's ear telling him to call, like, every... 45 seconds or so you know, like just dad call again dad, like, he's not here you better call him or he's not coming like so i'm telling him you know keep calling keep calling and all of a sudden we hear a hen off in the distance mm-hmm. now i had heard back in the like that you know if you hear a hen off with the gobbler it's over you know it, why would you know why would you hang like why would you go after a bird you can't see when you've got a hen right there mm-hmm. so my dad could see in my face and like in my stature that I was obviously, I was, yeah, I was upset. Like, damn it. Like I thought this was going to just go perfect. And he leaned down and said, I got a little trick works every time. That's what he told me. He said, we'll get that (laughs) gobbler in here. So he starts going with some excited, excited hen yelping with, you know, through a little bit of cutting in there. Bird hammers, you know, he keeps going bird hammers again. I look over and about 80 yards out. I see this bird. I'm like, no shit. Like, it works like every time. Yeah, like, <laughs> son of a gun. He knew he knew his stuff. Um, and at this point, I had no idea how big the bird was. I just could see that it was a gobbler. He was strutting, mm-hmm. and that's it. Uh, I didn't really know much about turkey. I was ten, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so this bird comes in. He's closing. He's you know he's eighty. He's sixty. He's fifty. He's coming like right in on a string. Um, we had, I think maybe a hen decoy out, mm-hmm. two hen decoys actually. Um, 
and I remember my dad told me, he said that, you know, you see that pile of vines out in front of us? Cause like we have a lot of vines behind the house. He said, mm-hmm. when, when that gobbler gets around those vines, that's in range, go ahead and take the shot. It's like, okay. So I clicked my safety off when he was probably like 40 yards out or so. And birds coming right in and he gets up to those, uh, the vines and he kind of gets hung up there. He's looking around. I could see he like actually saw the hens at this point. So then he comes, mm-hmm. gets fully in full strut, comes around this turn and he's at like 25 yards. My dad's like in my ear because I'm sitting right in his lap. He's like, go ahead, shoot him. I'm like, it's it's time now. So I, I got this single shot break open 20 gauge with a scope on it because it's a 222 over 20 gauge. Mm-hmm. So it's got a, like a rifle scope. Yeah. And so I pull up I'm looking at this bird and he's now at like 20 yards. My dad's like, Nick, shoot him. I'm sitting there looking at him. He's at like 15. That's like Nick. Shoot him. What are you doing? <laughs> shoot him. This bird gets like real close. I pull the trigger. Bird just starts barreling backwards mm. and done. My dad like pushes me aside, jumps up, heads over to the bird, and the bird like it wasn't even like kicking. Yeah. It was done, done. And so I go running up with him, and I'm sitting there and I'm shaking like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I said, this is my first like hunt. I've never deer hunted before anything and I'm, I'm shaking like crazy and I look at my dad and I said like dad I'm like I'm shivering but I'm not cold and he's like that's adrenaline buddy like and I was like that was the first time I got that like adrenaline dump on an ant and like yeah. that's how I knew I was hooked like mm-hmm. I didn't even know what it was but like I was like I'm shaking like I'm shivering but I'm not cold and he mm-hmm. was like that's adrenaline buddy like mm-hmm. and I paced it off myself because my dad asked me so what took you so long and I just I think I said I was like getting it in the scope and like i didn't realize that you're throwing like this huge pattern i think at 10 years old yeah and i was always told like my dad always told me you know like aim you know just above the feathers on its head and so i think i was just dialing in those crosshairs there like getting not just right yeah not realizing how you know got a little bit of leeway yeah you got a little bit of leeway with turkey um so i p- pasted off my 10 year old self at 11 paces it, I mean, those are some short pace. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, he was inside 10 yards. Yeah. Uh, and, I, I mean, I friggin' smoked him. I friggin' smoked him. Um, so, I remember we propped it up. My dad got a bunch of pictures, and he went to carry it, and I had told him, like, no, like, I want to carry my bird. Like, that's my turkey. I'll carry it. And I remember, you don't touch it. Well, and I remember, like, it, like, it was, like, everything I had in me to carry it. And I oh, remember, I'm sure it was about as long as you if you oh, threw it yeah. over your shoulder. Yeah, it was it probably dragging on the ground. And I, I remember vividly taking, like, two, three steps. And I dropped the bird and freaked out. My dad's like, what's going on? And I told him it's alive. It's still alive. Like, it, <laughs> and he's like, no, it's not. I'm like, dad, I felt it. And what it, what it happened was when I walked, it's wings were moving. And I thought it was like, hitting, yeah, I thought it was hitting my back. <laughs> and he's like, no, trust me, that bird is, we got to hit him again. Yeah. I'm like, trust me, that bird's dead. So I was like, oh, okay. And he like explained all that stuff. And I was like, all right. So I threw it over my shoulder and finished off. And I remember, you know, waking up my mom, I told her like, because you know, this was like 6.50 in the morning. Like, it was early. Yeah, right away. And I went and woke up my mom like, mom, I just got my first turkey. And she was all excited for me and stuff. And, you know, I, I didn't want to go to school, but I still had to go to school. <laughs> um, ended up, it was a Jake with like a two and a half inch beard, barely like just nubs for spurs. Mm-hmm. Um, did, I, don't, I don't really give a shit, honestly. It was... It was your first bird. Oh, yeah. first bird. I'd, I'd still shoot it again. <laughs> <laughs> shoot it uh, all day. <laughs> anyways... Um, so I, I were going to school, like I said, I was in fourth grade, and I was telling everybody, you know, I shot a turkey this morning. What did you guys do? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, bowl of cereal. You yeah, I shot a turkey. writing in your dream journal. I was smoking a bird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it was, you know, I had, I mean, we go to like a, a 
school that like there's hunters and stuff, but this is the first year of the uh, mentor program. So like mm-hmm. I was like one of the first kids to like put something down. So yeah. I am telling everybody like, mm-hmm. yeah, shot a bird this morning. I, like before I got on the school bus, I shot a bird. <laughs> so I was the, uh, I felt like the king shit for a while. Yeah, I bet. It was a good time. And I've been hooked on turkey hunting ever since. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a good story that's one of my favorite first turkey stories oh i had a anyone freaking blast heard. and i killed a lot of birds with that break open 20 gauge mm-hmm. like i that was my gun up until my grandpa gave me my dad uh, just bought gauge. one of those he loves those he had one when he was a kid and he's been looking for one and found I think one it's a couple good weeks to, ago i mean i knew for years like you get one shot mm-hmm. you know take it yeah single shots are great for kids because it it helps drive that home that you don't yeah. just get to start shooting you yeah. get one so it worked for me. I killed several birds, three, four birds with that gun before I switched to a 12 gauge. And even mm-hmm. my first 12 gauge I was using was a break open 12 gauge single shot, but the Thompson center was... encore. Oh, yeah. 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 I killed a bird with that gun. It's, it's a sweet gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Tom's got it now. It was my grandpa's when I used it. My grandpa gave it down to Tom, but. Did you smoke your first bird with it? No, no. I get Tom, you've, you did kill a bird before, right? Yeah. Tell us about your yeah, first talk, one. Talk about it. You want the first one? Yeah, the first one. That's what we're doing tonight. Okay. So, this is my second. This isn't my second year of turkey hunting. When <laughs> I, I thought you were about my, to say this is my second bird. I'm like, nope. We don't want to hear it. Cut. <laughs> when I got my bird, it was the second year I had gone turkey hunting, and we were we were spoiled in the turkey woods growing up. My grandpa had a honey hole behind his house. Like he had these birds down pat. And so my first year, my grandpa's telling me about all these long beards that are coming out into the field. So in my mind, my first bird's got to be a long beard. Yeah. And I, the only thing I regret about that first turkey season is I had an opportunity to shoot a bearded hen. And yeah. Look he just, at, you, you, Tom, you shoot them every time. Well, Tom was nine. Because he first year mentor program, he was a year mm-hmm. younger than me. Didn't understand the like the coolness behind a yeah. bearded hen. Yeah, and my just, grandpa didn't try and talk me into it. He's like, "Do you want it?" I said, "No, I want a long beard." And he said, "Okay." End of story. <laughs> so that was that. So I spent my whole first year passing up bearded hens and jakes and just waiting for this big long beard. And I had an opportunity to long beard, and I I biffed it. Mm-hmm. So me and my dad were set up in this wood line. And my grandpa said, all right, every morning these birds come out right in this little trail, and they come out and strut in this section of the field. So me and my dad set up there, and sure enough, here these gobblers come, three long beards all in a row, and they get through the wood line, and my dad said, all right, the one in the back is the biggest. So I don't really know what happened. I was like nine, (laughs) and I shot, and they all flew away, and we went up to the scene of the crime and not one feather, nothing clean mess. So now I'm getting kind of discouraged. Like what the heck, you know, this was my one opportunity at a long beard. That that was at the end of the season. So I went home, ate tag soup after that first year in second year. That's when things changed. And I decided, all right, I'm getting my first Turkey this year. And this hunt actually occurred on the youth hunt of my second turkey season. So very first day I'm able to hunt, I had a world-renowned turkey caller as my mentor, my grandpa. And he's actually 
probably the best turkey caller that I know. He's got the Grand Slam. Very, yeah, very talented. Turkeys. Um, yeah, hunted turkeys his entire life. And he used to do turkey tours every year. He'd start down in, you know, like Kansas or Tennessee and just hunt all the way out to the west and come right back through mm-hmm. the northwest and back to east every year. Like, he'd take two months and just hunt birds like crazy. So he's got he's some pretty good. experience. But anyway, we set out. Actually, it's at the, uh, I was hunting my Uncle John's property at the time, which is now the farm that my dad recently bought. And there's always been a bunch of birds out there. And I remember my very, the very first setup that morning, we got birds hammering on the roost. And we could actually, we watch them fly down and we're working this long beard. He's coming in, he's about 60 yards and then here comes this old-timer neighbor walking through the woods squawking on a box call. <laughs> and believe it or not, that gobbler shut up. No way. Yeah, it did. Huh. So I, I don't know why. I mean, you'd think, you know, if you are calling and walking through the woods when there's a gobbler right there, you're just going to walk right up to him. Mm-hmm. But no, that wasn't the case. He, he got out of Dodge, and so I'm, I'm a little bit discouraged. And really not a lot happened from that point until... 10 o'clock and I remember we're set up on this creek bottom and there's a big ridge on the other side and we sat down and the first time my grandpa calls this gobbler hammers back and so I'm I'm all pumped I'm like all right this is this is my chance and anyone that tells you they can tell the difference between a jake gobble and a longbeard gobble I'm telling you what this bird that I shot was a jake but he had long, full, deep gobbles. He was double gobbling. He was long beard gobble all day long. Yeah. So I was I was for sure this beard or this turkey was a long beard. And my grandpa even said, Oh, that, that sounds like a good gobbler. And he comes down the hill and he's actually got a buddy with him. And they're both Jakes. And Yeah. <laughs> Who'd have thought? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so my grandpa's like, Do you want to shoot him? I'm like, Oh yeah, I, I want this one. And so the first one to cross the creek was the one I was picking. I didn't, I didn't care. They were both the same. And he crossed the creek at like 20 yards, and my grandpa whispered in my ear, said, all right, I'll just line your pins up and put it right where his feather turns to his head. So I squeeze the trigger, and he starts flopping and rolling and splashing in the creek, and we run up there, and he was smoked. He, this was, I was using my dad's Mossberg 835, shooting three-and-a-half-inch turkey loads. Mind you, I'm nine ten years old mm-hmm. my dad's like oh this, this is this that's is, what you this need is what you want <laughs> <laughs> this will do the trick it, it did the trick and i've been hooked on three and a half ever since but i get up there and it was it was a respectable jake probably like a nice four inch beard oh he's he's flirting with long beard status though. yeah oh yeah probably <laughs> half inch spurs just a oh man dandy An aggressive of a jake yeah dominant yeah. jake he was actually probably a long beard that I, I might have shot his beard off, and his, and his spurs were just worn down from fan fighting. was a little pattered up, so the top looked a little bit higher. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, happens to the best of us. It does. It it does. All in all, it was a great hunt. Uh, Grandpa worked him in. They actually they didn't hang up or anything. We heard him gobbling, and he gave it about five minutes. Called again. They had cut the distance in half, and waited about five minutes, and then we could see him coming down the hill just like clockwork and that was all she wrote mm-hmm. now you had you shot a deer before 
your first turkey or yeah okay i was yeah. i was gonna because i wanted to ask you what your first adrenaline feeling was like because i think that's you know I, i've heard of kids that like didn't get that adrenaline dump and they're not hunting mm-hmm. anymore like i think that's a key like you'll know yeah right first away time whether oh, this I was, is something you're i'll thinking. tell you about my first one tell us Tom. <laughs> actually in the same woods i was deer hunting in what we call the coon stand out at uh which now my dad's property and the reason we call it that is because there's this raccoon that likes to live on the roof and he doesn't care if you're in there. He'll peek his head over the edge and take a look <laughs> at you, but he he won't harm you or anything. And this is my first day ever hunting in the woods, like where I, I'm the one with the gun. Mm-hmm. And it's cold. It's raining mixed with some snow, blowing like a bugger, and just a, just a miserable day to take a first-time hunter out. But I was I was all in. I had my good warm clothes on. I was ready to rock and roll. And I had told myself, you know, I want my first buck to be like a nice eight point. It's going on the wall. Yeah, and my dad's like, all right, if that's what you want. I'm like, yeah, that's what I want. So Expecting that that'd be the first thing that comes through. I'm yeah, sure. of course. <laughs> so we get some does coming through early first thing in the morning. And mentor hunter, you can't shoot a doe. And this was like one o'clock. I... I, I myself spotted this guy, and he was with a doe. Monster three-point. Nice nice spike on one side and a spike and a fork on the other side. And I'm like, Dad, there's a buck. And he's looking. He's like, oh, yeah, I see him. And he's like, you don't want that one. I'm like, no. <laughs> I changed my mind. <laughs> I do. He's that like, eight-point shit's for the birds. He's like, no, we'll wait for a bigger one. I'm like, no, Dad, I, re- <laughs> I really want this one. And he's like, who am I to tell a little 10 year old kid that he can't shoot his first buck so he's like all mm-hmm. right put put the crosshairs on him and squeeze right behind the front shoulder so you know in the in the hunting shows you watch they they shoot and the buck just piles right up mm-hmm. so i shot and the buck takes off running and i'm like dad dad i missed i missed and he's like give me the gun give me the gun so he takes the gun and the deer does a 180 and behind its front shoulder was completely red hole. <laughs> on the other side my dad's like ah oh, mind you i think you were using a seven millimeter I no think. this was a 243 oh, okay i thought yeah I, he started me with a 270 yeah now 243 and okay. yeah when that deer turned 180 and i saw the exit hole side yeah his whole shoulder was red my dad's like oh buddy you smoked him and he made it about five yards after that and piled up but i same thing was shaking like Amped. crazy couldn't even like tripped coming down out of the tree stand like <laughs> couldn't even believe it just happened i was totally stoked and from that point on mm-hmm. totally hooked yeah but yeah, you still get excited like that i yeah. gets excited at bucks he's not even shooting mm-hmm. it's weird like sometimes i'll like frank was there i i still get super excited like <laughs> it, it just it depends on what my mindset is like i've called in jakes and i'm like yeah i don't want to shoot this one but when was, you decide that you're gonna shoot a Jake, <laughs> yeah, a couple opening days ago in New York, um, I told I think the night before I said I think I'm just gonna hold off for a long beard. Mm-hmm. Well, this bird comes down the hill. I didn't even know what it was yet. I just knew it was a gobbler because I could see the red head. And in my mind, I'm like, he's smoked, and I was way too excited, way too excited. Yeah, he and, was amped. Yeah, shot right over his head. Yeah, that, that was happens. a fun hunt though. Yeah, it worked just like clockwork. It I, did. We planned it out perfect. It was money, and you blew it. Yeah. I I was on camera. I choked. Yeah. Long story short. It was it was a Jake. Actually, we, 
I purposely shot over its head to give it some experience because he just came in so easy. I knew someone yeah. was going to smoke him and he wouldn't grow into be a long beard. So I yeah. figured, got to teach him a thing or two. Spook him, and maybe next time he'll be a little bit call shy and grow into a big gobbler. Yeah, that's good thinking. Smart, plan ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you knew that Nick doesn't discriminate, and he would have yeah. shot it. <laughs> would have smoked him. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Frank, this has been a lot of first talk. Yeah, definitely. So my first one, Tom already said it was a fall bird. And uh, I wasn't even turkey hunting. I was, yeah, crazy. I was out just right out back of my house, and I don't even remember because – Deer season, like archery season, is the same time as turkey season and small games in at the same time. Yeah. And for whatever reason, you know, I was younger. Uh, I was out squirrel hunting during archery season. And I probably a, already got your buck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll go with that. Honestly, <laughs> I may have. Because I remember uh, I did shoot a buck, like my first archery buck, I did shoot early in the season. So it could have been that. We'll go with it. Yeah, we'll go with that. Let it roll. Um, so I'm back there, got a 410 walking around, just plinking squirrels out of the tree. And, like, I just had, I had, like, a vest on. It was it was my turkey vest, but it was, I just had, it's got a pouch on the back, so I was throwing squirrels in it, just so I didn't have to carry them all, because they're pretty heavy, so I wanted them on my back. <laughs> and uh, so I had my turkey hard vest. hard frame. Yeah, it's, it's a real nice pack. Everly stuff. Do you quarter them in the woods before you take them out? Yeah, you don't want to carry all that extra stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta lighten the load. So, I'm, you know, obviously not, like I said, I'm not turkey hunting. I'm shooting off rounds, shooting squirrels, missing, sitting there, just hanging out. And way off in the distance, I heard just a couple of clucks. Like there was a group of birds a couple hundred yards away making some noise, not like calling, just kind of grouping up in the evening. It was in the evening as well. Um, so I'm just hanging out, and I had my turkey vest on. So I was like, you know what, I'm, I'll talk to him a little Start bit. Start reaching around. Oh, I have a call. <laughs> yeah. So I pull it out. It was just, I don't even remember. What, oh, you know, it was a gobstopper. Is what, I can't remember who makes it. It was called a gobstopper, though. It was... Uh, Willy Wonka? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was a it's glass. A candy, Frank. I know what it is, Nick. But it was a plastic base with a glass top, and it it sounds sweet. I still have that call. I don't use it much anymore, but it's a sweet call. And I, like, clucked twice. And it sounded like a 100 birds come running through the trees. I was like, holy shit. Like, I did not think they would respond, and especially not like that. Like, they were just hauling. It sounded like a bunch of cattle running through the woods. Like, I could not believe how quickly they responded and were just coming. So, pull my gun up, and I'm just, like, leaning against a tree, and they come running, and, like, there was hens and jakes. I didn't. I don't think there were any long beards, but I didn't really wait around to see if there was. I just found one with a beard in the mix and let him have it. And he went right down, started flopping around. And they're like, the turkeys, the rest of them didn't take off. So I could have laid down five or six more if I really needed to, <laughs> just for good measure. But, uh, but yeah, he, I smoked him. It was honestly, it was, a, it was a very unorthodox turkey hunt. It was, it wasn't a turkey hunt at all. And it ended up working out really it well. Came a for, turkey hunt very yeah. quick. Yeah, that's kind of like, uh, how people say it doesn't matter what I'm hunting. If I see a coyote, 
I'm coyote hunting. Yeah. It was like that. I was squirrel hunting, but I heard birds, so it became a turkey hunt. And that was that was how I got my first one. It'd be nice if it worked out like that every time. You just, just give a couple clucks and they just here they run come. in. Yeah. It if you spend enough time in the woods though, it does happen. Yeah. You know, some days it just is like how Works the hell out. did that go so smooth? Yeah. I mean, like I I've had a couple birds dead before seven AM mm-hmm. and I'm it's like why can't you know, it you know, happen this like is that how, every like, time? You know, this is how you anticipate it going down every time, yeah. but rarely it does. And when it does, you're like, son of I a bitch. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean. I mean, that just solidifies the fact that you think every time after that. Oh, yeah. Because be, now I got it figured <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good point. Yeah, once you do it in the morning. Because I think I've killed probably, probably two birds before six or seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and then not many like late late birds like mm-hmm. i don't know that i've ever killed some like usually it's always early like before eight yeah usually for me all my birds have been i killed two in the morning after 10 o'clock and then i killed one in the evening at like six thirty, seven o'clock mm-hmm. this is when it opens up all day in spring yeah. of course yeah, yeah. weren't yeah. poaching them no no i i love turkey hunting it's I think turkey hunting is probably one of the better ways. I know Jared says small game mm-hmm. is one of the better ways to get kids in, but I think I mean not that it's better than small game. I mean mm-hmm. it is, but <laughs> it is way better. Yeah, it's uh, little, yeah. But like I just because of how interactive the calling is. Yeah, and, it's easy to get a kid excited about it because you can. There's something going on. It's and, not. I mean, just who waiting. doesn't love hearing a gobble in the distance, yeah. just thundering? Mm-hmm. That gets so, everybody excited. Yeah. So it's a magical sound. Mm-hmm. It really is. But that about wraps it up here. We're leaving for Ohio in a couple of weeks. Um, so in the future, we'll be we'll do a full breakdown of our, our plans for that trip um, and hopefully talking about a shit ton of birds dying right yeah, after. That would be nice. But And uh, I'm not going on that trip because I got a job. So I also yeah. have a job. Wouldn't yeah, know what it is. My job sucks. So Mine's great. I can't go. But So I'll be like a fresh set of ears yeah we won't tell you stories. shit about oh, yeah. I don't want to hear a thing so not even going to send you a picture of the birds we yeah get. so everything you hear on the podcast I'll be hearing for the first time too good deal so make sure you guys are all out uh patterning your shotguns it's getting to be that time of year um you know do your homework make sure you're shooting turkey loads and <laughs> thank you yeah <laughs> hey you know what you have to say it Sometimes uh, you do. You just gotta throw it out there, but you know, do the homework. Be make sure you guys are ready. Check your uh, check your bags. Make sure you got your your calls, everything ready to rip. You don't want to be that guy buying them Friday night. Yeah, before the season. So uh, been that guy. Been there, done that. <laughs> um, you know what else would I've been doing, Tom? Getting outside. Mm-hmm. Getting outside. <laughs>